Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Stephanie Megan, you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. 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 Bats, we are filming a podcast. Oh my God. Should we just get started? We have so much to talk about. Oh my God. So much to talk about. Bats. Can you I can hear really her? Hear her gra- Yeah, it's like very intense. <laughs> She's beefing with Ruby and Casper. Oh my god. Okay, well, let's get into it. Well, mm-hmm. hi guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy. And guess the fuck what? What? <laughs> Were you mouthing it to yourself? Yeah, because I know it now. I was like literally like, oh, hi, welcome to Go Pro. Broke girl therapy. Because I'd like heard you like breathe it. (laughs) You're like. (laughs) I don't like this. Because now you can hear everything. You could probably hear my double chin right now. (laughs) What? What do you mean? (laughs) That like this mic is picking up on so many sounds. Like you could probably hear my like double chin. Which is like the trolls. That's why I really like not filming right now. Is that like a lot of people have a problem with my double chin on TikTok. Are you kidding me? Some, so many people have a problem with my double chin all the time. I, people always fat shame me in my my uh, inbox. What is that about? Are we still doing that? Uh, like in this economy? I know. Right? That's and people weird. are just like, who would want to fuck you? Like you're disgusting. <laughs> just like a lot of people because I have fucked a good amount of people. So fuck Girl. you. Girl, me too. I just feel like what? It's like the weird thing about doing virtual. Um, like honestly, like think about it when you're like, like I think it's worse on their end because imagine you're like dating someone and you find out they're the type of people who comment on videos, fat shaming other people, or like trolling celebrities. Like that is like the biggest turnoff. Who would want to fuck you? (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, she wants to be in the podcast. Could you imagine someone like, what's your red flag? And they're like, oh, I fat shame the Kardashians for fun. And you're just like, okay, thank you so much for being honest. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, that's a huge flag. Like, if you go under like the Kardashian, like the celebrity or like anything, and you just write a horrible comment saying like fat shaming or being like, you're a fucking loser, you know, like stuff like that. I'm just like, dude, like it's really sad. It's so it's sad and it's super corny. But one of my favorite comments ever is where they start off with, I didn't want to say anything, but and you're like, you could have just kept scrolling. You didn't need to say anything. You didn't need to preference that either. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just feels like a confessional column at this point. People are revealing themselves, you know? They are. It's a confessional. It's a rant. It's like a live journal. Remember those? Like, it's just like, it's a tr- it's a garbage <sighs> shoot. Uh, but me and my double chin are just, you know, we're in a different tax bracket. We're fine. We're chilling. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to eventually get Kybella and then they have nothing else to fucking say to me. Mm-hmm. You know what Kybella is? Go. 
No, I don't. I, I want the – it's Kybella is like the shot that you – like an injection that you could put to like give you a, a fucking jawline to take away the double chin. No. Yeah, bitch. No. Fuck those I hoes. Want that no, so don't bad. let them lead you thinking that you need to get rid of your double chin. If anything, your double chin got you in this position where you're making hella money off of merch and doing live shows. Man, fuck them hoes. I know, but I mean, I'm not doing it because of them. I decided I wanted oh, to do fair. this like for years now. Okay. So it was I just love something how- that I like. I knew, but I love how I changed my tone. So- where I was like, "Oh, it's for you. That's fine. Okay, that's okay. If you want to do it for yourself, yeah. go ahead." <laughs> I'm a supportive friend. Yeah, yeah, no, go like, ahead. If you want to do it for yourself, do you, boo. Yeah, and it's also just like, okay, then it's there. So what? Like, wh- like I'm sorry it. that it's offending you. Right, like, I'm sorry that it's offending you so much. Like, get over it. Get over it. Anyways, Rose, I we're doing a virtual recording because, mm-hmm. and there's no video to this, thank God, because, one, I wanted to give myself time to like not edit so much but still put out content and it gives me I honestly it takes me like two hours max to like edit an audio anyway so it's quick I could still be like on top of it and also Jess and Jessica Clark and her man or not her man anymore Kyle I did like a second episode with them and they're not letting me (laughs) Put out that. Wait, you're airing that. You're just gonna episode. admit that. We're we're gonna say that out loud. You can say that on the podcast that you're I like mean, I'm blaming these hoes. I mean, it's fine if I say it, right? No, or should I take that out? I don't know. You might edit that out. Let's do a take two. Well, let's like, do it. Let's do an alternative. I mean, I'm not like. A, a, I don't think it's like a bad thing. I mean, I'm not like mad at them for it. Like, I completely understand if the, you know if they like, you know, like she doesn't want certain things to be out there anymore i'm just gonna like take it out which i feel like is it also the fact that she doesn't want it out there that she didn't want to do the episode she wanted to do the episode and she loved the episode it's just that like uh and she was excited for it to come out but they ended up like calling it off but it's fine it's like nothing bad or crazy or toxic like they're still with each other but i think just like that's why it's not like it's messy or anything like that but it's just they because so like the, the episode was like I'm saying this because I want to do this for somebody else, a.k.a. you. But, like, (laughs) I was, like, a situationship therapist, and I loved it. And I think that, like, that's what I want to continue doing for people was, like, I just loved, like, and they felt really good about it, too. Like, it was a conversation they really needed. And, like, I give them props because they were, like, so vulnerable about, like, what they were feeling and, like, not being able to like say it to each other until that moment. And like, I was able to like ask them questions that they were scared to ask each other. And so like they, in the moment they felt really safe and like very like, like comfortable with the conversation and like, we're happy that they did it, but you know, it didn't work out. So I think that's why they're like, we rather not like revisit that. (laughs) But, but in conclusion, it's fine. Just, but in conclusion, I want to do that for more people. And I told you to bring someone, even if, even if you're not in a situation ship, even if it's just like a dude that you had sex with before. Well, that's, I think I told you this, like I ran it past one of my jump offs, <coughs> excuse me. I ran it past one of my jump offs and he was literally like, I'd be down. Like <laughs> the engineer is down. Well, it would also just be really funny for you to interact with them. And like, right? I don't know. I just feel like I never, but like, keep in mind not a lot of my friends meet 
dudes that I like fuck. Like they know them and they like exist in the zeitgeist, but like <coughs> besides, I mean that's how like, it usually is, right? Like you never really know yeah. like the you, you, like the ones that you're just fucking and they're not like serious. Like we always hear our friends' stories, but we don't always get to like meet them face to face. So like how cool would it be to be able to like put a face to like a name and a story, you know? And so like I want to keep doing that, but well, that was the some okay. hoes be emotional. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I think Justin I told Kyle. you this. <laughs> well, okay. But to that point and to them, I did tell you that there was like, I asked like three dudes, two said they were down and one was like, I don't want future girlfriends to have to listen to that. And I was like, what a weird concept to like prepare. But I also like, okay, whatever to each his own. But I just was like, right. Okay, like that's this weird and strange, but also I would hope you would be in a healthy relationship that that wouldn't bother an, a future girlfriend. That's what I was say. It was like if you're in a healthy like relationship, like your partner is gonna know that you've had a life before them, and so it's not like you're like cheating on this person. You don't even know who they are, so it's like it's it's you just like you know. But I, I get it. Some people are just not open to being like open about their sex life and like. And showing face of, like, people they've, like, fucked, you know, on, like, on the low. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't go out with, like, your fuck buddy to, like, a wedding, you know? Like, you don't do that. You don't – or, like, bring them on the podcast to talk about – you know what I mean? Like, you only want to bring them on people that you, like, want to take seriously. Or you should, at least. Well, I'm warning you right now. I'm not bringing on anyone that I take seriously. (laughs) I think it's just going to be a fun, like – I don't know. Well, you would never bring anyone on the show that you were taking seriously. You like you would never. I mean, you never brought Anthony on before. Yeah, and he was a private person. But what if they were like open to it? Like, for instance, Rachel, her ex boyfriend was like not down, but now her like husband now is like, oh, yeah. oh I want to like I, I want to come on the pod, and so we've like talked about like having both of them on. Ooh, I wonder if that's like not a her test. ex, but like her and her husband. Her and her husband. I wonder if that's like a test for it. But I think I told you, and this is like kind of like what we were talking about the subject of this this episode, is I told you that there was a dude, my summer fling in Seattle, and how he was like, I want to be on, I would be on the podcast, you know? And then though, then the conversation turned into I can't wait to be material for you on the podcast. And that's when I was like, nah, we good, bro. Like, it that's just like weird. weirded me out. Yeah. Like he wanted to, he was the opposite. He wanted to live on forever on a podcast because he's like, was my summer fling. And like, I mentioned him. I'd be like, you'd be so lucky. But he said he would be down to be on the podcast. And I was like, mm, I don't know, in a weird way for me I mean, personally, it, that was a on. red flag. No, that man yeah. is a hard pass. I learned so much from him and like, thinking back it was low-key kind of toxic like toxic isn't the right word it was spicy in the wrong ways it was heartburn it wasn't toxic it was just heartburn it was uncomfortable and it was strange it was straight up heartburn because I think I told you that like I said to him I was like man I really like you and that like threw him through a loop and he felt really he was like what do you mean you like me I was like I like you like I think you're a cool person why else would I not be and his response was well I don't feel a spark between you and me and I was like yes you do sir I'm currently naked in your bed you do feel something for me this is the fifth night that we've hung out in a row so you are feeling something and but he had never here's the thing here's the thing 
Hmm. Oh, sorry, my ADHD doesn't. No, let me tell me uh, what's the thing. For virtual. <laughs> Go ahead. No, tell me what the here, thing like, is. That's- Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. This was like amazing conversation with Jess and Kyle. And I hope maybe I'll shelf it. So maybe like five years from now or whenever they're just like so far removed from it, they don't care. But like, I think it was just such a good conversation because we covered this part where it was like, I think that like men, when they think of like you liking them or you, you know, the whole spark thing, like, oh, there's no spark. They think to the extremes. They think like, oh, I'm going to marry this person or I have to be like now you know, like their boyfriend or husband, they go straight to the altar. Like they don't realize that like, they don't realize that like, no, you could still like a person and it just be like, I like enjoying time with you. Like it's so much more simple or it could be like, yeah, there is a spark because obviously like we've been hanging out and like having sex, like maybe it's not the most romantic spark ever, but there's something there. Like, it's, Don't it's like it's me. like all or nothing. Right. Yes. And he like, accused me of that all the time. He'd be like, you're trying to wifey me. And I was like, sir, I literally sp- stipulated to you that 
come September 15th, I will not think about you. I will fly back to Los Angeles and you will be the last thing on my mind. And I don't think he understood. He was like trying to call my bluff. And I was literally like, we had to end things a week before the 15th because it got so weird that I just was like, he disrespected. He said some wild and ass shit. And I was just like, okay. And I got out of his bed and he was like, you really leaving? And I was like, yeah, actually. I'm really leaving. And I looked him in the eyes and I was like, I don't think you've ever, he's never had a girlfriend. Now that's not no shade or anything. I understand people have their own things, but the way he went about it, I don't think to your point, I don't think he understood. There's like different layers between like girlfriend, someone you respect that you have sex with a wife. Like he didn't understand all the different stipulations, labels and milestones that he just was like, exactly fucking going off on me and then saying things like I made him a playlist and he was like oh that was weird you made me a playlist and I was like calm the fuck down so immature but then was telling me dates that he wanted to come visit me in LA and I was like sir this does not track for either you or me I'm very confused so it was just like (laughs) one of those things where I was just like eh but unfortunately as we were talking about before we got on I'm in a situation now where I like this dude and I thoroughly enjoy him, but I'm too scared to go too far because of fucking my summer fling making me feel really weird about just being a passionate person. I even told my summer fling, and this is a thing that I've been like thinking about for a long time. Love is very easy. Liking someone Bitch, that shit's hard. Like, just liking someone. Because I love family members, but I don't like them. And there are men that I have been with that I love, (laughs) but I don't like them. Right? Right, And there's this guy where I was like, no, this awkward phase of us trying to figure out, or more so, him trying to figure out where I place in his life. He, It was like, it was just uncomfortable. This weird liking phase is a lot harder than people understand. Because there are men that I have sex with that, like, I enjoy, but I'm not like... You know, if they were to disappear tomorrow or like ghost me, I'd be fine. But this is like, this was a dude I genuinely liked in the summertime. And then he got weird and I deuced it and I left. And now I'm talking to a dude that I like genuinely like. And now I'm nervous to fucking tell him I like him. Right. But that's the thing is like, like I'll explain to like Kyle the show and like just men in general is that men just think so black and white and they don't realize that there's like nuance and stuff. If someone says, hey, I like you. I mean, listen to what that means for them. Maybe it does mean like I want to be in a relationship or maybe it means like I really like this right now. Like maybe it just, you know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't have to be like this. Like they think like either it's like a Madonna whore complex that every man Oof. goes through. It's either you're the Madonna who I want to marry or you're the whore. Like, it's just they don't like there's no in between of like you could you could still like someone, enjoy their time and have feelings for them, but not expect a relationship. Like sometimes you just don't know that you want that yet. That takes time. Like that's like slow love, you know? It, it is. And it's a build and it's a slow burn. And I feel like those are sometimes the best like not even relationships but the best situations to be in with someone and they're just very organic like love affairs like I want to be on my deathbed talking about some of these men right like I just want to feel like I lived because like I feel like there's a lot to life and love is one of those things that you get to experience or just like Mm -hmm. having this like one summer with a guy that just like it meant something and it like helped you grow 
And that's like right. what I'm feeling about tripod right now. Like there's just something about them where I'm like, ooh, this could be nice. But So who's tripod? Who's tripod for those who are just like don't know who what's going on in Rose's life? I know who tripod is, but the listeners don't know who tripod is. <laughs> okay. We know we know I'm a hoe. And actually Ho Rose is back. She's full blown. She's back. I have realized though I'm a lot more pickier than I used to be. But Ho Rose is in these streets again. That comes with um, age. You know what I mean? When you're younger, your standards are lower because you just don't know what you like yet. You know, or you haven't been you or you haven't been like traumatized enough yet. I was about to say, yeah, that was that was the big thing is you haven't been hurt. Yes. But also, I feel like it is a weird thing where it's like it's not even lower standards. It's just trying to figure out like what how do you want to navigate? What are like, your standards? Yeah. What you are your standards? You just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. it's in your thirties whether you keep them low or get them higher. And now I'm realizing like, oh fuck, my high like I'm a higher thing. Remember we said that my vagina is kind of like a campfire. It used to warm anyone who came by. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Now I feel like I'm very much on my diamond mind shit where I'm like, mm, I'm sitting on fucking diamonds. Like, right, you gotta right. be the correct dude to come into the the diamond mind. So I'm a little right. more pickier, and I've been on twelve dates since june no wow. july july okay. 12 first dates girl i'm only still i'm only talking to four of them right now to this day that's a that, that's a good ratio for me it was always first dates and then none <laughs> so that's a good yeah, ratio and that's the thing you got like, you got four you got four from 12 that's not bad. I got four from 12. That's, uh, I mean, if I was in Vegas, I guess those are okay odds. I don't know. Yeah. And but also like, that's, al gamble. that's almost but a I whole starter team. You know what I mean? Like that's almost a whole basketball team. Like you just need one more player, but I guess that's, the, yes. that's you. You're that one more player and you just got four other teammates. That's it. There you go. So you good. I'm the fucking KD squad. point guard being like, let's go boys. Let's win the championship. Yes. I don't know what they yes, say. Exactly. Um, I don't know. But no, and like, keep in mind that like, I've also like the first date thing, like that's a new thing for me. Dating is a new thing. Cause I used to just hook up with people and just like, never go on dates with them or never see them in the daylight. So I'm like trying to be new and Why? figuring it out. Like, so stuff. you would and just like meet someone, thing. you would just meet someone like online and yeah. they would just come over or you'd go there. That's scary. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well you know, without getting too dark, I learned my fucking lesson. So like now right, right. I like, you know, I'm, I'm like, let's meet in person. Let me see you at like a coffee shop in the world. And then I can be like, you know, I live 10 minutes away from you. Like, but that has happened less right. and less. The whole, like, I'm going to see you in 10 minutes has been less and less. So tripod. Um, yeah. we matched on hinge and I'm going to be honest. I almost passed on him. I don't, there was just something about him I don't know. He just was like, he seemed like a, like a kid brother. Like, I don't know. He just like looked like my friend's kid brother that I like one day woke up and I was like, wait, is your brother hot? Like, just like, it, it just right. weird. He's 27. So what, made you, what made you change your mind to swipe right? He had a really funny prompt that was like, what's, you know, he was like, what's something people should know about you? And he was like, oh, I take the bit too long. Like when I'm doing a bit, sometimes I don't know when to stop. And I was like, that's kind of clever. That's funny. And so I responded, well, I think the biggest bit will be the fact that you find, fall madly in love with me and you're never going to know when to stop. And he was like, oh God, oh you're so God. charming. And he... <laughs> <laughs> that is so a walk to remember, like modern day. Oh my god! Like, don't like when she tells like guys like, when like, she's like, don't, don't fall in like, love with fall. me. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Rose, ill. Are you one of those? <laughs> I'm not, no oh shame. no I'm, but like also but keep in mind i was also coming from a point where i was like i know you're gonna fall in love with me because right 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 i'm very good at projecting men into thinking that like they're like oh rose is fucking cool and then i'm like yeah but but like we stop here you know what i mean like i do right, have a problem right. with like i mean and also i feel like a, it, there isn't what i just feel like you could you could get away with that because when you say it it's like clever it's funny it's charming but when i say it it's like oh she might mean it <laughs> Yes, I don't mean it. Usually I do yeah, not mean it. Yeah. And it's it's easy to be because men want to secretly be treated the way they treat women, right? So like any corny pickup line a man has used on me, I've used on a man, and men are like, that's fucking fire. You know what I mean? You're just like, okay, calm down. That's um, so funny. But I was like, mm, <laughs> let me just play the field and be like, this is funny. And then of course his response was like, Oh God, you're so charming. Like, da-da-da. and I was like, I know. So we like exchange, we, you know, have like the banter back on hinge. And I was like, okay, you seem normal. Like let's, you know, here's my phone number. Let's meet up. And he's like, okay, like, you know, very excited to get your phone number. And he just like seemed very youthful and young and just like, a, you know, just a baby. And right. I go out to dinner. We're have we're supposed to meet on like a Tuesday night or something. And I go out to dinner with one of my oldest friends from like sixth grade. I've known Kia since sixth grade. And I was like telling her, I was like, fuck, I'm supposed to meet with this guy at nine. And she was like, Rose, just go. Like Kia's also married. So she's like, you know, married friends are sometimes the worst and the best. You know, in this case, yeah. she was a good one because she was like, go get your go get your dick wet, basically. Aww. So I'm late to the date by like a good almost 30 minutes, I want to say. I showed up at like 9.30. Um, and I sit down across from him. Oh my God, a guy, I, yeah, I did I that to a guy and he like ditched me. Sorry, continue. <gasps> no, he, this, <gasps> this man stayed. I did was, I was texting him wow. being like, fuck, I'm so sorry. I'm coming from Culver City. I'm trying to meet you down. Like, uh, I think we were like meeting in like I did downtown that. I did area. That too. So I was like, yeah, I was just like, whatever. But he was really nice about it, you know? And like, yeah. of course I like paid for our, our meal because I was just like, you know, let me be nice. And also, like, I just had you dinner. You paid for so the meal? I always do. You, I always pay for the first date. You always pay yeah. for the first date, and they and they allow you to? Some men fight me. Some men are like, let's go halvesies. And I'm like, if they say let's go Hi. halvesies, I'm like, no. I'm like, no, nah, we're not going to go Dutch. It's all or nothing. I also, you have to understand, my... We've talked about this. I don't have daddy issues. I have father issues. My father raised <laughs> me to be the man I do not need. Right? I mean, Damn. look at my... Look, I have a piece of art that says I am a rich man. Like, I I have a sensibility of my stubbornness that leads to my independence that I don't want a man to ever think I'm indebted to him. And in this modern day of dating, a lot of men think if I bought you a meal, that means we have sex. And I don't like that because I'll give you sex no matter what. That's fine. But I also am like, I don't, and especially if it's a dude where I pick the restaurant and I know the restaurant is more expensive or like I made the initial date, but like I'll pay for the first date. You can get the second and the third, but for me, I always want to pay for the first date because I just, I just want to get wow. that offerings out of the way. So wait, wait. So for Anthony, wow. your ex boyfriend that you were with forever, like, did you pay for the first date? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. And he was just like, "What is that?" And he always complained about it because he was like, "It's such a power move." Like, da da da. And I was like, "Does this secretly demasculate men?" Like, I just thought that was so weird that they were like threatened by I mean, me being able to pay for a meal, just a meal. I mean, I get it. It's just it's just not like 
conventional or traditional. I mean, like technically, I guess I paid for like I have to fart if I did, and you get don't have to smell it. <laughs> Sorry. So I almost like caught myself being like, oh no, never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty but I mean, of oh, now long I smell distance. It. I know, that's right? What you, that's what you get. Sponsored by. That's what I get. Continue. My farts. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess technically I paid for, like, my first date with Brian. I mean, it was, like, a kind of a last-minute thing because we were, like, talking on the phone for a while. And he was, like, he was in Fresno and he, like, drove to L.A. before he drove back to the Bay. Just wanted to, like, hang out for a little bit. So we went. And this is, like, during, like, the height of, like, COVID. So we went mm. to Echo Park. But I, like, paid for, like, my carne asada fries because he didn't have any cash with them. And I did. And they only took cash. So, like, I paid. But I remember him being, like... Oh my, like he felt bad that he wasn't paying for the fries, you know? And I was like, it's fine. Like, this is just carne asada fries. Like, I had cash, you didn't. Like, it's not a big deal, but we're fine now. So, I mean, he pays my bills. You, I was going to say, where are you living now? Like, you fine. Carne asada fries got you in a nice little situation, a nice little relationship. Exactly. But, but yeah, I think, but also, you know, it's, it, yes, you're right. It's very, uh, it's uncommon. It's unconventional. But like, Steph, who are my parents? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my mother is such an independent woman that it's almost like annoying how independent she is. And my father is one of those people that's like, look, I'm going to raise you like a kid. I'm not going to, I don't care that you're girls. I'm going to raise you like a, to be a good human. And that made me and has made me very independent. And like I said, it yeah. borderlines stubbornness and like a weird sense of, yeah, I'm not going to have you owe anything to me. But I yeah. guess it just depends on, like, what you want. Because for you, it's like, I mean, yeah, in this situation, you just want sex. But, like, I think in general, when you, like, do get into a relationship with somebody, like, like you're going to want someone who, like, gives you, like, your independence and, like, makes you, like, you, you, like, it's just who you are to be this. It's not like you're not pretending to be something else. And you're going to want to be with someone who, like, accepts you for that and is not going to feel, like, demasculated by it. Is demasculated? Yeah, man, that works. That's fine. Yeah. Neither of us took the yeah. SATs and passed. It's fine. Exactly. Right. Uh, but then no, there's like people, but that. there's women out there who like want to be like, I don't want to pay bills, which, you know, or like, I don't want to do anything. I like, I just want to like just stay home with white, which is fine because like, I get it. Those girls on TikTok. Is- that's amazing. I yeah. love those girls on TikTok that are like, here's the day in the life love of being that. a tech girlfriend living on my cloud couch from West Elm. And I'm like, okay, tight. And they're always opening the blinds and closing the blinds. Like, I wish yes, I could do that, yes. but I'm not that. With I'm their, not a blind with bitch. Their linens. I know. With their Looking linens. like they're in a Nancy Myers film and shit. Like, okay, do you, boo? Yes. I don't give a fuck. And but I that's and their just Amazon not me. storefront. And those like in their Amazon storefront and their link tree. <laughs> And I'm like, God damn it. You guys got a lot of money. He has a lot of money to be paying for you. I just cannot be that person. Yeah. I want to be that way. I wasn't raised that way. And I hate to say it, but I want to, I'll be the rich man in the relationship. I just, I'm fine with it. Like, I look, I don't want to like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to have to like take care of a man fully, but for sure. I do understand if there are financial gaps. Yeah, if there's yeah. financial gaps in both of our relationships, like I get it. You know what I mean? And especially where I am in my yeah. career, I definitely have more financial freedom than I've ever had in my entire life. So, yeah, I get it. It's fine. 
Um, but yeah, I did pay for the meal with tripod and it was, it was great. It was fine. But it, like the entire date, I was just like, this might be a friend. He just like, he was very like goofy. I mean, he quoted Shakespeare to me. Like he was just like I mean, a nerd. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that got me. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if anyone saw my like, say, I was like stupid pun. No, no, no. <sighs> Well, maybe, yeah, maybe they, well, they can't see, but. Well, know. it was just basically the whole idea pun. that like when he, you know, this man was uh, quoting Shakespeare to me and I could feel myself falling for him. And I was like, don't ham, let yourself down. And I was like, you idiot. Oh my God. I'm so corny. <laughs> well, you did tell me that the other day. Yeah. And I was like, cute. fucking, it's corny. Well, <clears throat> it's corny. So, it's corny. Steph, like, it's so corny. That's why this is where this, this is my problem. I don't know how to act around men I genuinely like. I don't know how to act. Okay. Because like dudes that I have no you feelings don't want for. I don't want I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want when it comes to guys that I actually okay, like. That's fair. Ugh. That's fair. Is it though? You don't it's have so to. Annoying. I think they're like but sometimes but sometimes we try to like fight ourselves to know what we want instead of just being like, well, we don't know what we want, but I like this. I like the moment right now. You yeah. know? Like and I enjoy that's no, the thing. I enjoyed the moment. With, yeah. So okay, continue, tripod. Why is he called tripod? Mm, we'll get to that (laughs) we'll get to that because like i are you wearing headphones yes i am can you tell oh yeah yeah, yes it was just blurry i was like i'm just being cool because i took one headphone off my ear because that's how like the cool djs on tiktok the girls that i follow this is what they do and it like looks cool also this earring is like it hurt anyways (sighs) yeah um I had to take my sweater off. It's getting hot in here. Okay, so here's the deal. So we're having a good day and everything. And like, you know, he's but I'm just like getting like friend vibes. I'm like, I don't know. And he even says it. He goes, one of you know, he's like, something I have a really hard time with is like I can never read signals. Like he's like, I work, he's an actor. Okay. Right. Okay. And he is always like, you know, I like I've been in so many like situations where a girl was like, I had a huge crush on you when we did that show, but he like doesn't know how to read them. And so I was like, okay. That means I got to be aggressive. I got to be a little more like, mm, okay, fine, sure. So, like, we shut down swingers. That's the other thing is we literally were talking for, like, four hours. Swingers closed down at, like, 3.30 in the morning. And I was like, fuck, I got to I love swingers. Morning. I love yeah. swingers, too. That's my go-to spot. Um, yeah. But we shut down the place. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, okay, well, you know, we got to go. Gotta, I got to go home. And he's walking to my car and, like, you know, I was like teasing him and he made this comment and he was like, whatever, fuck you. And I was like, when or where? And he was like, uh, and he like what? literally did this like thing with his body that gave me the ick. Cause he was like, uh, I don't, what? and I was like, sir, where's this confidence? Like you lost me. I was just like, you know what? Let's just call it a night, you know, whenever. And he's like, wait. I, and then he like pulls me in and we kiss. And I was like, oh, okay. So there is a little confidence, a little bit. Yeah. And then he pulls back and he's like, I just didn't bring a condom. And I was like, you don't think I own condoms? Like, it was just like a weird thing where he was just like, oh, I just don't, I didn't bring condoms. I didn't think this was going to go. And I was like, that's kind of sweet. You didn't think that we were going to like fuck on the first date. Rose, not every man wants to have sex. Okay. I am one of those people who is always down, but like, let's, (laughs) let's be fair to the men of the world. So I drive home and I hit him with the like, hey, I actually really enjoyed like having time with you. And he was like, absolutely. Like, I feel like I blew my opportunity. And I was like, no, it's fine. Like, we'll link up. Next morning, I was like, I'm going to choose chaos. He's 27. 27. You did mention that. Okay. Libra. 
Okay. We'll get into For the that. twins who are you listening know. or Danny who's listening. What does that mean? <laughs> oh my God. Danny's got Danny came to my party. Ooh, sidebar. Danny came to my party and he read people to filth. He got my tarot cards out and he was giving readings and people were like, Rose, who is this amazing, magical human man? And I was like, fucking Danny. I was like, Danny's a bruja. Yeah. Danny's like very- A bruja. Like, just <laughs> yeah. like Danny's a witch. Danny is like the fucking warlock. Harry Potter, you're a wizard. Like For just sure. trust, just he's deep. Like Kelly, her reading was so spot on. She was just like, did you tell anything about me to him? And I was like, <laughs> no, he's just magical. Um, he's so fucking magical. Yeah, no, I like absolutely, absolutely love he, him. Like, he did look at my chart and he goes, ooh, if we do a podcast, it will be a long one. And I was like, God damn it, Danny. Don't yes. Say that what, is, are you, what are you doing a podcast with him? Uh, we're trying to aim for like a December. Hopefully. Oh my God. It's so funny. It's so funny. He like came to me and he like asked me, he's like, I really want Rose on the show. I was like, yeah, you should. He's like, you don't mind. I was like, what? I don't own Rose. <laughs> like, well, if, I mean, in a, like, in, a, in a sub Dom like, way. Yeah, you do, babe. You yeah. totally own me. In a sub Dom <laughs> way. If we, if you like it like that, we can make it work. But no, I mean, but like, are we? No, no we're fine. No, we're fine. No, no. But like, should but we like make you're out? A grown... Just kidding. No. <laughs> I got scared. Oh my god, Stephanie, I respect you too much to make out with you. I wouldn't make out with you. Why? But... What do you mean? Do oh, you want to make out now? Oh, like... now you want to make out? No. Okay. No, I'm just saying. You know, do you remember that one time? Who was it? I think it was a Jules or somebody. They like asked us, like, "Oh, would you guys like do a threesome together?" And like. You like at the same time you said yes and I said no and you're like what? And you know what? I've never forgiven you since then. Like I just have been well, like, you be, know, what? To be I'm fair, just, what? I don't make out with any of like my friends. Like I just oh, I know, don't. Like I don't. I like barely hug. I'm not really like touchy with like any of like my friends. You no, know? I get that. I get that. Also, again, I respect you too much. Like, like you know, I've had sex dreams about you. It's fine. We won't act, unpack. Did you those. really? Um, did you have anyways, sex dreams so, about me? Rose, uh, tell yeah. me what happened. In the- wait, wait, wait. Wait, do you <laughs> not have never... sex dreams about? I've never told no. you this. Wait, you do you not have sex dreams? A... Yeah, I've had sex. I had a sex dream about you. You never had sex dreams about your friends. No. Oh, okay, there. It's fine. It's fine. It's just you know because like did, you're one what of those... hap- what happened in the what happened in the sex stream. Oh, we had sex. Wait, hold on. Pause. Wait, hold on. Pause. I have to get. <laughs> I have to get my MacBook charger. Hold on. Oh, I thought you were about hold to say on, I have to go get pause. Brian. I'm gonna get more water. Hold on. I don't know if you can hear me, Stephanie, but this is gonna be funny for you to hear later because it's just me talking to myself. But hey, bitch. Okay. Uh, okay. Back to hot. you've had sex streams about me. <laughs> Yeah, you've never had sex. I'm, I'm truly friends. flattered. Maybe, I but I like, can't recall. I feel like I've had sex dreams about a lot of people. Like a lot of like, you know, it's just your brain. It's just like a, such a weird subconscious yeah. thing. But yeah, we we had sex in a waterfall. Hmm. It was great. <gasps> Aww, I love I know, that. it was really romantic. It was very Lisa Frankie. Like it was very like, I swear I thought I texted you about this. Because as we were having no. sex, you literally looked into me and you were like, do you think Brian would be mad? And I'd be like, no, nah, I think he'd be fine with it. And then we just like went back at it. But like, it, it, yeah, <gasps> I thought I texted you about this. No, I wish you did. I love that you had a sex dream about me and I was concerned about Brian's feelings. I I, I was going to say, I know. It's just like, it's just love. It's just love. But yeah, what were you we talking about? I mean, I guess oh, I have, but I mean, maybe not. 
What? Yeah. I mean, okay, going back. I mean, I've never had a sex dream about you, but maybe I have and I just don't remember. I don't know. Think about but it. But I did have a dream about you getting married <laughs> for the sake of just for fun and then d- divorcing them. Actually, I didn't tell you this part because, like, I felt like it was too dark and I didn't want to start the morning at that. You're like, Beyonce died. So he was now really your ex-husband. You didn't have to divorce him. He, my fiance died. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I had really dark dreams. I had like, right before that dream, I had like a dream about this friend that I used to like hang out with back in like when I lived in Valencia. And I I mean, I haven't spoken to her like in over a decade, but I had a dream about her and her family and like her brother like murdered their mom and they found him in like an acid like tank. And that was really dark. And you then after- need to stop drinking dairy before bed <laughs> or something like acid tank. Yeah. And then afterwards, that dream ended. And then I had that dream about you spontaneously getting married, but then he died. So I'm like, why am I like, wait, all of a sudden my sex dreams with you don't seem as weird. Like, they don't. Like a sex dream about you versus you thinking about my my fake fiance. Mm-hmm. By the way, though, I do like how in your dream it does track that. Like, I mean, you gave me the goal now of being an ex wife. Like, that's just like something I want to yeah. do now. It's on my bucket. Like, list. there's something something so chic about being like, oh, my ex husband. Like, I think oh. that's so cute. You know, not that I like I mean, want to divorce Brian. Not that we were we were married, but like, it's cute. I get it. It's chic. I just imagine with like a really nice hat. You know, like one of those like big brim hats. I like, write all my money in just, checks. I'm just like, here's a yes. check. Like it's very X, Y, yes. big hats, checks, and purses with little dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I definitely want to do that. Yes. Uh-huh. For sure. And, it, and just like dripped just in like diamonds. Yes. I was about to say dripped in diamonds and pearls, like just shiny and mm-hmm. shimmery. And then also oh, yeah. this idea of like, I've always wanted to say the great line from the birdcage where it's like, he died and left me everything. Like, I just want to do exactly. that. Like he, like you're wearing all of your ex-husband's wealth and you're yes. just like my ex-husband with like a cigarette in your hand, even though you don't smoke, but just for the, like, just for the sake of, <laughs> It's just unlit and I'm trying to ash it, basically. It's yes, just for the bit. Yes. It's just for the bit. It's I look like Corolla DeVille. Like, it's yes. totally fine. And everyone's like, it's and 90 it's like, degrees outside. <laughs> it's like oh, on it's a long, long stick, too. Oh, fucking yes. Breakfast Club. I mean, Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's very much the long yes. capetta. And I'm just like blowing smoke. And everyone's like, it's unlit. And they're like, don't tell Rose that. Okay, she's an ex-wife. She doesn't know any better. <laughs> She's, she's ex- fucking she's delusional. A wi- she's a widower. She's a widower. <laughs> and then, of course, my ex-husband's in the back being like, no, she's not. I'm <laughs> right here. <laughs> I didn't die. <laughs> I I think that's even better. So I'm I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm an ex-wife who's a widower. And he's like, no, you're not. No. Also, we're not divorced yet. <laughs> like, I just want that. <laughs> Maybe someday. Oh my it's God. on my list. Maybe someday. Yeah, yeah. Someday. I can see that for you. But anyways... Back to tripod. Oh, let's just we, get through yes. tripod. You know. Okay, let's go through this very quickly. Okay, so no, no, no. We was, don't. We don't have to like go through it quickly. I was just saying we have to get through I tripod get to get to, to get through to get to your ex husband with all the riches. Yes, that's right. That's what I mean. uh, so like tripod, he was like, I, oh, so basically, you know, we we leave on a kiss. He says something about how he was like, I don't have a condom. And I was just like, you fucking weirdo. You don't think I'm a modern woman with like a shit ton of fucking Costco, <laughs> like bulk size condoms. Right. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, and then, you know, I was like, he was like, oh, I feel like I missed my chance. And I was like, you didn't. It's fine. And then I was like, 
you know what? I woke up the next morning. I was like, I'm going to choose chaos. So I sent him one of my like famous tasteful nudes. Right. And it's this great nude. Is it the one that you sent? The pink one. It's the one you sent me. Yes. The hardest working button, the hardest working button in Hollywood. And it's just like, yes, he's holding on with dear life, which is a metaphor for Mm -hmm. the men who fall in love with me. Just like, yes, stretching. So I yes. sent that and he, his response was, and this is like where I feel like, God, he's such a kid. He's just so youthful. He was like, wowie, wow. What? He oh, no. responded, wowie, oh, wow. No. Oh no. Like, okay. Try my oh, no. little baby. And he was like, oh my God. Like, okay. Like uh, suddenly my evening opened up. Like, do you want to meet up? It's going to be on some late night tip. And I was like, you know what? I shaved. Um, might as well. I might as well. Also, there's nothing I've realized. There's nothing that motivates me to clean my apartment more than a man coming over. Like I was sweeping, oh for sure was that's vacuuming. The, that, that was like the cleanest time back in my day when I was single. It was like my I, that was the cleanest time. Like my everything, everything was shaved, everything yep. was put away, everything was cleaned. It was because of dick, unfortunately. Yes, but, unfortunately, yeah. but you know, hey, it motivates us yeah, to do something. It's a, it has a positive, exactly. Exactly. So he comes over at 1130 and, you know, he's also I should this is not like a big deal, but he's shorter than me. Um, You know, me height okay. doesn't bother me because I'm 5'11". So like there's a lot of people that are shorter than me. Everyone's height shorter. Does not yeah. bother me. Everyone's shorter than me. But height doesn't bother yeah. me. And it didn't bother him, which I really fucking liked. Right. Aww. And let's be honest. <laughs> short kings. <laughs> they know what they're how doing. Sh- how short was he? He's like five. What's his height? He's like five eight, five nine. I was gonna say he seems like he has a five nine personality. <laughs> you know, there's like a there's there's a specific <laughs> like there's I don't a care if you're a Libra, bro. You're like I don't care if you're a Libra, but I know what type of man you are because you five nine, motherfucker. <laughs> Like when a guy is a like, think about it. Every five nine dude, there's a specific personality. You know, shit. That's really there's, true. They're very cocky, and no, 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 no. They're not cocky. They're confident. They're confident because mm-hmm. they have to overcompensate, but not in an unhealthy way. Like honestly, five nine, like five nine shorts average are boyfriend material. That's boyfriend material. I'm not shaving that's, it. It's boyfriend material, and it's very average. Like five nine, that's like average. You know, so like exactly. So, you know, he's like, he's coming into my house and then he like, you know, him and bats are getting along really well. And I'm like, that's a great indicator. And then he like sits down and he goes, what are we watching? And I was like, this motherfucking boy, this like kid. I was like, no. And I like took his hand and I like took him to the bedroom. And basically, you know, I got on top and I was like, thanks. This is what I, this is where, this is what I love. Consensually. Consensually. I mean, he was like, he was so excited. He was like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, Aww. like you're just going to jump into it. And I was like, yeah, is that okay? And he was like, absolutely. So we're going in, we're like making out and everything. And then he pulls aside and he's like, I'm clean. And I was like, like, well, from drugs? And he's like, no, like, I don't have any STDs. Like, I like, do you want to, like, I just, I took a test recently. And I was like, oh my God, that's so sweet and so cute. I was like, well, thank you. I really Aww. appreciate that. That's, that's very nice. See, it five nines. So sweet. Five nines. So we started making out. <laughs> 
it's getting really hot and heavy and I'm like about to, you know, I take his shirt off, my shirt's off. And then he's like, I have to get my condoms. And I was like, you and these fucking condoms, bro. I was like, who gives like fucking A? I don't get this. And he's like, they're in my jacket. Like I have to get them. And I was just like, is it a security blanket? I don't know. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So I go in the living room. Poor Bats has to see her naked mother. And I pick up his jacket <laughs> and I like deliver it back and I give it to him. And he, like, gets his condom out. And I don't see it. He, like, palms the condom. And I was like, okay, whatever. And, you know, we're making out and everything. And I'm, like, taking his belt off and pull down his pants. Girl. It was 5'9". <laughs> I, wow. I, wow. I'm holding a liquid death. Sponsored by liquid. No, it's not. But I'm just saying I'm holding a fucking tall boy <laughs> in my hand right now. When I tell you this was the most beautiful, largest, like my type by Sweetie started playing in my head, like eight inch thick. That's my type. Like it was beautiful. It was clean. It was fucking huge. And do you know what this man said to me when I gasped at looking at it? He said, (laughs) he said, I'm sorry. He said, (gasps) I'm sorry. And I like looked at him and I was like, for what? For Chris- Christmas coming early? Like, no, bro, you good. <laughs> because not everyone could like, I see it. There's a, there's a thing that no one ever really talks about is like the big dick shame. Like there are like dudes out there who, because there, there are a lot of women out there who like prefer not to have a huge dick too. And that's okay. So I'm sure somebody like, you know, embarrassed him at one point. And you know me, I'm not a size queen. I've, I think sometimes small dick guys actually know what the fuck they're doing more than big dick dudes. So I was also like, yes, right. you have a large dick, sir, but do you know what to do with it? Little short in case, he knows exactly what to do with it. But <gasps> of course, you know me, I was like, okay, well then hand me the condom. And then I see the condom and I was like, oh, I fuck it. It makes That's sense now. Right. Like this is like things. Because you can't it's also wear like, regular condoms. He, it, it can't. And it's not like a magnum either because it's like a girthier one. And so I was like, bro, let's go. So, of course, me being the uh, overachiever that I am, I was like, I'm going to sit on it. Um, oh, well, no. my you eyes. Can't. No. My eyes are bigger than my stomach. Oh. And I was like, I sat on it. And Steph, when I tell you I felt this thing in my fucking throat. I was like, no, yeah, mm-hmm. you can't just like you, you can't just shove that thing in, inside. I've had like dudes with that size before and it was, it took a while to feel good. Like, or like I would have to be plaster drunk in order to like feel Take it. like to not feel it. Yeah. No. Yeah. And- but you know me. I was like, I, yep, I could, I'm could. i going to take this. I'm a hood rat chick with a hood rat bitch who could take that hood rat dick. Like, I was like, I'm doing this. I'm doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> I butchered the quote, but it's fine. But I literally was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this. And he just, like, looked Oof. at me and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I will be in a second. Aww. And then his thing was, he was like, wow, you're really fucking tight. And I was like, I don't know if I'm tight or my body's just trying to reject you. But either way... We're going to be fine. We're going to get through this. So then it like, as we started going, it was really fucking great sex. Like it was just, it was so weird. And I've been trying to explain it to my friends where it was like the goofy dude at the restaurant who sat across from me was like gone. Like this, this boy became a man in front of my eyes. And I was like, that's how I feel. That's how I feel about my boyfriend. I feel like that's what made me even fall for him more. Cause like, he's so like nerdy and dorky. But then like when like the, 
the, the when he's like horny and like it it's just like all of a sudden you're like swag and just confidence like, confidence it's like a completely different person night crazy and fucking day with this dude like it blew my mind that shit could make you fall in love let's not go that far but infatuation probably obsession maybe enjoying it to a point where i'm like digmatization is a real fucking thing also to the point that like we both rolled over and at the same time went that was fucking great. Like, literally, it was just, like, it was great fucking sex. And we just kind of, like, did it throughout the entire night. Like, we were just, like, enjoying. And he even said it. He was like, oh, this is the one thing that annoyed me, though, is that he was like, I assume your body count's really high. And then, like, kind of looked at me. And I was like, so we're not doing that. Like, I don't I don't fucking like that game. Like, that was cute in our 20s. That was cute when we were in high school. Like, how many people have you slept with? Like, I don't need to know. And he just then was like, well, I haven't slept with a lot of people because I don't feel like a lot of girls, like you said, like the, he's like, fucking, I'm carrying a fucking, I'm tripod, you know, he's earned the name for a reason. And so I was just like, I, I get that, bro. And I really hope, you know, that like, I'm sorry that happens, but like, you know what you're doing and this is fucking amazing. It's it's really great. great. And it's attached to a really great human being too. So all you said those things. No, of course not. Are you kidding me? Not to his face. I did say, though, that I enjoyed the sex and I thought he was really cool. And I was like, I would really like to see you again. Um, Have I seen him again? No, we haven't seen each other. (gasps) So you only had sex once? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was like also we had sex a couple times in one night. But yes, there was only one encounter. I thought y'all were like kept like... Like kept like fucking on and on and on. Like I mean, yeah, one night, but like I thought it was like a continuous thing. It's no, Cokehead Curtis has been around. The mechanic has Co- been around. Co- the engineer has been around. Um, that's kind of my hotel. Then, oh, and then but JD. You're, you, but you, but you keep bringing up tripod. So how are you feeling about all of this? That's that's what I want to know. It's like this is such an amazing story, but or do you not want to go into it? No, I'm going to it. I'm not ever going to. No, I'm never going to lie to the fans. They always, like, when we met, you know, when I met a lot of them at the live taping, they were just like, you know, it was just nice for them to be like, I really, thank you for being honest and real and just owning your shit. So I'm like, I'm not going to lie to anyone. I genuinely really do like this guy and I really enjoy him. Do I want a boyfriend? No. Let me just start off with that. I don't want a boyfriend. Would I like a better form of communication with this boy? Absolutely. Like I told you, he is, he's 27. So he's bad at texting. He takes hours to respond. It's very weird where I'm like, okay, bro. Like if you want to see me, you'll fucking make the effort. I think a lot of his communication, a lot of the things that he like says and acts, I think it's because he's young, honestly. Yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, he just sounds, it's like everything from the beginning of the story just seemed like he was really like young. Cause it's like, he's like even appalled of just how like, sexually like liberated you are because it's almost like he hasn't had like much experience on his end or he just hasn't grown up yet or might be a little bit of misogyny there who knows but it just but it seems mostly though like it's just like just young it it's a little bit of both you know because I even told him and I've told this to many guys where he's like my number he was like my body counts low and I was like yeah but you've probably had better quality sex than me because I think that qu- quantity does not mean quality and 
I've had a lot of great yeah. sex in my life, but I've also had a lot of shitty sex in my life. So I feel like with him, he's probably had some really good, beautiful, intimate moments. I mean, the fact that he was able to give me this without me knowing him for long and just like, I mean, making me fucking come four times like the man knows what he's doing. And it was just genuine yeah. and sweet. I just think that it's like I want to it's weird because I just feel like he was he meant what he said about how he enjoyed the sex with me, but I felt like he almost felt like he needed to go over and beyond to tell me that he was like, it's the best sex I ever had. It was great. And I was like, let's chill. You don't have to do all the extras for me, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It almost seems like it's like, uh, and I know it's not this obviously, because it almost seems like a student teacher, like dynamic or what I think a student teacher dynamic would be, you know? I'm going to turn out this boy, basically. No, I'm basically, I think in a weird way, this guy does want me to turn him out. And that's fine. I'll give him the education he needs to go forward if he wants that. Right, right. Yeah, like, it just seems like he still has a lot of, like, growing to do, which is okay. But it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but you, hold on. I'm going to close the window. Or in East Oakland, you got to close the windows at a certain time. You're like, oh, it gets clocks. dark. Yep. <laughs> the yeah, clock I'm strikes like, oh, five. Sun's going down. Let's turn this down. Um, <laughs> Brian's been teaching me a lot. Uh, anyways, so. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that but you it's... like him. So how do you yeah. feel? We know how we feel about him. Like, are you, are you sad right now? Like, are you, since you guys haven't like hung out, like what are, what are your thoughts? I know you don't I, want a relationship. No, I don't but. want a relationship, but it's what's so weird is I was literally talking, I had sex with my other jump off the engineer recently. And like, what I really like about the engineer and I's relationship is like, he is literally friends with benefits in like the most healthiest way. Like the engineer is just like, I mean, the engineer tells me about how he's madly in love with this other girl. And I love hearing about that. Like, it was so weird. He was like, we had just had sex. And then he was telling me about this girl that he's been in love with for years and how he really wants to be. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love love. I don't love it on me, but I love it on other people. And it was just and I opened up to him. Um, I think because I have a really hard time. I have a really hard time with love. Like I really, it takes me a very long time. I love too much. We've talked about this. I love deep and I love loud. I mean, literally Anthony and I broke up because this man was like, you love too much. Like you, like you were the best girlfriend I've ever had. You were amazing. You were so great. I just don't know what to do with all this love. Like he wasn't ready to receive all this greatness. And I was like, great, a new way to get my heart broken, you know? So that says more about him than, you know, more about it says less about you than more about him, I think. Very. I mean, yes, true. And he's also, you know, going through his own shit. And I, I, I still have mad love for Anthony and just like want him to be so happy. He deserves it. So with Tripod, I just feel like I genuinely I also don't know how to act around dudes that I really like like I know how to act around guys that I'm like apathetic about or enjoy like I res- and that's the other thing is I respect every man I sleep with like I respect their time I respect them as people I don't try to like be assholes to them and it's vice versa but when it's with this dude there's a little more nuance to it and a little harder for me to explain where I'm just like fuck I really do enjoy this guy and I really like him but I also don't want to scare him away because I know my parameters like I know that I don't want a fucking boyfriend and because of my summer fling fucking me over so much I'm like overthinking and undercorrecting of just being like play it cool Macalise and I'm like I don't want to because that's also not me but 
I don't know. Yeah. I'm, if, but to answer your original question, I'm frustrated. I'm not sad. I'm just frustrated that this boy is like, I, like he texted me yesterday and was like, I can't wait to see you again. I really want to see you. And then I'm like, yeah, I want to see you too. Doesn't text me for fucking six hours. And then it's like, oh, actually my, my weekend's really busy. I, I can't. And I'm like, you either make the, you either make, you either make the effort or you don't bro. And like, I don't know how to say it without being a dick. Cause that's my other thing. I don't know how to act around the guys that I like besides being like, motherfucker, get your shit together. <laughs> like get it right, together. Right. Without being like super forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like for him, I mean, he like, he probably doesn't realize that you're like capable. Like he probably doesn't even realize that you like him the most out of like all of them, you know? Like, And so I don't know how to say that to him either. <laughs> but and like yeah and like probably just doesn't really know how to like he just wants to like play it cool because it seems like you have more experience in this lifestyle than he does yeah you know and so like he's just just doing him and i also just i don't think he understands like if i'm talking about my roster right and i got a rotation of four and uh if i put him in the first position like i don't think like bro, I just want to put you in the first position. I want you to be starting. You know what I mean? I want you to be the point guard. I want you to be the quarterback. Like we want to rally around you. But like, so what is it about him that like you just, is it like the dick? Is it his, his company? Is it his personality? Like, what is it the most that you miss? I just want to know. The honest answer. The dick. The sex, the sex, like we could have sex with like everybody, whatever, right? But it, it's Been rare to that. like, yeah. And like, it's rare to like actually have good dynamic, like chemistry in sex. Like that, like sometimes, especially quickly, sometimes it's not that great quickly because it's always kind of awkward in the beginning mm-hmm. or like you're still figuring each other out or maybe, you know. So I don't know. Maybe it was just like, it was like, it was a really strong spark to start off with. So you're like yeah. wanting more. I I do. I want more. And I feel like we, and even he's even said it, he was like, fuck sexually. Like our camp, like our, like a uh, compatibility is just fucking through the roof. Like, and I think yeah. though it's yes, I miss the dick, but I think the reason why our, the sex was so good is because I really do like think this man has a beautiful brain. Like I do really think that he is a beautiful human uh, within and out. Like the way that he talks about his art, the way he like his interests, the things that he's passionate about, the way he talks about his family. Like I genuinely do really enjoy this man and really fucking like him. But I'm also like, you know, he got out of a relationship recently. And so I know he's got to figure out his own shit. And like, yeah. I just want to be like, be a little like, bro, I really like you and enjoy it. But like, be a little more respectful of my time in a weird way. Because like, we're making plans. You're canceling last minute. You're saying how many you oh. fucking miss me, but then you're not coming back to me. You're texting about how you miss me, but then you take 12 hours to respond. It's just like, I don't like this. Like, yeah, just, I mean, I don't know. I wonder what his, like, attachment style is like. It seems like there's just so, like, you know, because you don't ever know, like, with that type of behavior, there's always a reason, right? There's always, like, a reason why people do things. And it's, like, I'm sure he's 
being like honest about how he feels, but it's just like, at, what are, why are these actions? Like, why are these your actions? Like, I just wonder what his attachment style is, what his, where he is like, you know, f- uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, and just like in his timeline of life. Like, I wonder where he is and why, like, he's behaving the way that he is because there's always a reason but at the same time like you can only control yourself so what are you gonna do and exactly I don't like what are you gonna do sir but the thing that I do I think it's 50% just my independence personality and 50% trying to defense mechanism fix help help myself if if I don't fuck this guy soon then he's that's it you know me I don't really I'm not a dimmer switch because I'm a Scorpio and with all this other bullshit that explains me as a person my trauma my defense mechanism where I come from it's on and off and I always warn dudes about that like my summer fling I told him I was like bro the second I get on a plane like don't worry like let's just have it enjoy our love affair let's just fucking go let's just go all the way in and enjoy it and he was like Yes. No. Yeah. He was so hot and cold. And I was like, I don't want that fucking shit. Like, I want something to talk about on my deathbed. Like, how how many, how many chapters or how many pages do you want to be in my memoir of my life? Right. So with this dude, I'm just like, if I don't really hear from him soon, I'm just gonna be like, sorry, the vacancy light is off. Like you kind of miss your opportunity. I, I don't, and I've done that to dudes in the past and some guys appreciate it. Cause they're like, well, you're keeping it fucking 100 and other guys get really fucking sad about it. And then I'm all of a sudden the villain in their story and I'm a fucking bitch. And I'm like, but you disrespected my time. What, like, how, how did you want me to right. react? Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's the, like the right way to do it. I think for me, I think like, I feel like you've been through a lot this year like relationship wise and in general too much yeah and so that's why like I question like with everything I feel like tripod is such a just a little blimp in the story of your year but I'm just like I guess I just want to check in on my friend and be like how is like your healing with Anthony Mm. all this stuff you know because I think that could potentially be the bigger problem you know and not saying that you're like still hung up on him whatever but there is like you know, actions stem from like something, stem from like trauma, stems from emotions. It's, so I'm just yeah. curious. I'm just checking well, in on my friend. That's it. Oh, well, I do love you. It's like the Earth Gang song, Strong Friends. Check up on your strong friends. Um, that's not the key exactly. at all. That's just the lyrics. Anyway. But yeah, but you you are considered the strong friend and I you're know. really like you're really you're really resilient and you're also really good at distracting yourself, I think, when you're going through something. <laughs> so sometimes I question, I'm like, how is she how are you processing like your feelings? And we I don't can always take stuff out if you're not comfortable with it, but just like I'm just asking you just genuinely. Mm-hmm. And then and again, you know. I'm I I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. I feel like the last since April, right? I've been going through it, right? I even my therapist, shout out to my therapist. I love that bitch. I love her so much. She was like, you need to be more honest and real with your friends and family about what it actually means to love someone who is bipolar, right? And right now, I'm in a fucking low. And I've been in a low for a really long time. Um, Rose. honestly, <laughs> oh, you're crying. Oh, sweet. I'm okay. I'm okay. I am okay. I know you are. I just get really, 
you know, it's also I'm I'm, I'm just emotional. Continue. No, I love that. <laughs> Are you also on your period too? Is it that for you? I'm that's... getting it in like a a, a week ish. Yeah. So. Yeah, there you go. And also, we're you know, the, I had a lot of emotions earlier today because of that one thing. So, oh yeah, it, well, because here you little... are talking about, like, you know, I was talking about how great you are as a friend, and like being a take advantage of a friend when you don't have people that are checking in on you, you know. So it means a lot that you. Yeah. I know the shit you're going through, and you're a great friend. You're fucking amazing. I, yeah. lo- I fucking love you. I mean, I had sex dreams about you. Like, I fucking love you. You know, um, <laughs> you know but like a waterfall. That's romantic. Yeah, exactly. In a waterfall. And then you cared about your boy. Anywhere. And that's where my brain wanted us to go, to be in a sanctuary within each other's arms. It was great. I love that. Um, I love that. But no, like in all honesty, a thing that uh, most bipolar people are really good at is the projection. I can turn it on and off. I can be Rose. Like, I mean, I'll be real with you. The second we stop recording, I'll probably cry and then just go to sleep. Like it just, I get so drained from it because I just, I have to be on or else I will be a blubbering mess. And I feel like right now I'm definitely really going through it. And it kind of started because, and this is like where I'll get real. And some people on the podcast already know about this. I had my first anniversary, uh, from my sexual assault and rape by myself. It was the first time that I was not with Anthony. I wasn't in a relationship. Um, and I didn't realize how hard that was going to fucking hit. Right. And I think I've told you this where Mm -hmm. my biggest fear about breaking up with Anthony is I was like single girls get raped, not girls in relationships. So that was fucking hard. And yeah, obviously I'm, I haven't actually, I don't talk about it. (laughs) I fucking don't. Not a lot of people know about it. I barely talked about it with Anthony. I mean, the only reason why I had to talk about it was because of like fucking some bullshit um, where, you know, yeah. we it had to be talked about. And I'm still coming to terms with that shit and still trying to figure out what that means, what that looks like. I think that's why, you know, obviously that's why I'm pickier about who I meet, who I sleep with. Like, I didn't realize how much that fucking bullshit I had not processed and had not come to terms with. Um, so I feel like since that anniversary, I've been fucking low. I've been like kind of going through it. And one of the ways that I cope is through dudes and through relationships. And it's also very weird having sex with men again, because I, that is, I thought it was going to be traumatizing, but it's not because I'm actually having sex with guys that I genuinely like enjoy and respect. Um, yeah. And sex can be very healing. I think that we carry a lot of shame and I don't think it's a bad thing that you're on. You know, I think back in the day, maybe it would have been like, maybe just take away from sex and just work <laughs> on yourself and be alone. And like, that's fine too, if that's what you wanted to do. But like what I've learned just through like professionals that I've had on the show that are not, you know, not even out yet people here it's just like how I'm like crying but like you just heal a lot through that so there's like no shame in like doing it just like being aware is like the most important part is like know that that's what you're doing and understand it's not going to completely fix you but it's a part of the healing process and so yeah and not to like shame yourself ever and stuff and like I'm not saying that you're doing that but just for those who are listening like Sex is really healing, even though we've, as women, we've been taught to be ashamed of sex, but there's 
we shouldn't be ashamed. We shouldn't. You know, we're human. And it's and I also feel like, you know, I feel like one thing that happened, (laughs) you know, with, you know, the I think the reason why I started jumping back into dating is because Anthony was like, well, I'm dating. And I was like, well, well, I didn't think you were. And I just then was like, well, then I got to get back into it. So I did it out of revenge in a weird way. I know. I was going to say, because I remember that happened. That's why I wanted to double check with you, too, because I noticed a a switch happened after he mentioned that he was dating other people. And like I, you know, and I saw it in you because I I could be I'm the same exact way, honestly, too. So like I like saw myself in you in that moment where like it hurts to like the person you love say that. And you're just like, well, fuck, like. Like there's like this ego thing that happens where be like, well, I don't want to just be sitting here while you're out there having fun. Fuck you. I'm going to beat you. Like I'm going to act sleep with more people and I'm going to shove it in your face. I'm going to show you have a good time I'm fucking having. And like that's dangerous. Not healthy. It's not, <laughs> it's not healthy. Like again, sex can be very healing, but like the approach and the motive, it, like is what like needs to be, you know, considered and like aware and also like, you know, like that's. Yeah. And I, uh, yes, I agree with everything you're saying. And I, I felt, I felt in a weird way, I thought I was waiting for him, you know, and then I realized like, oh, we're not going to get back together. Like I need to just like let yeah. this go. It was a beautiful relationship and I have the utmost respect for him. And I love that man through and through, but I just had to let it go. And then I also realized, and again, this is me talking to my therapist. I had two men controlling my sexual desire. It was an ex-boyfriend that I wanted to respect. And it was the man who fucking ruined something for me. I love sex. And that man tried to fuck with something I really love and I really enjoy. And I'm not going to let him win. Right. Like I felt I found myself being like, I'm not going to allow this place that I find fun and healing and thoroughly joy be something that's triggering. And I was like, I'm, it's like ripping a bandaid off. I had to fucking like just be like, I'm not going to let this man take something from me. And that yeah. also led me to kind of get back into what I you know, what we respectfully call and say with admiration, my hoe face and my hoe rose. Like in a weird way, she is a projection of safety for me. Like that bitch keeps me safe and she keeps me grounded and she helps me heal a lot. So yeah, I was just kind of like getting through that. I just, I'm, I'm going through it like right now. Right. Like my career is fucking taking off. Like it's just been, this is like a great time in my career. I fucking, my friends are the most beautiful, amazing human beings in the fucking world. My family's in great health and mentally I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not doing, I'm not doing 100. I'm probably running at about 30, 40% right now, you know, 30. I'm running at 30. I'm not 40. That's like something to note too. Cause there's been times where I've had like everything in the world, like surface level looks great. Like job, you know, everyone's healthy, you know, like good friends, but it's like, you know, mental health is like deeper than that sometimes. And I think that's like also the hardest time to want to tell someone because I feel like sometimes when people are trying to make you feel better and cope is that they're like, how can you be sad? You have the greatest career ever and you're doing, and it's like, 
Yeah. And that makes me even sadder. Like I have a great fucking career yet I'm depressed. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It like, it doesn't help when you hear those things sometimes because it actually makes things worse because then you're like, great, just completely erase my entire like fucking, I can't. And that's what it is to be bipolar sometimes is I can't turn it off and on. I fucking wish I could trust me. I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to feel like dying. I don't want to think about death, but that's what I, that's what it is. And I got to, keep walking through it and I'll be, I'll get through it. I always survive. I always got dope people like you in my corner. Um, I'll get through this. It's just, it's not, it's not going to Gucci right now. (laughs) Yeah. I love you. Oh, I love you too. You know, I love you. You know, I love you. And I know you love me because you like have sex juice. Exactly. And waterfalls. And it was tender and (laughs) I took care of you. It was like oh, sweet I loved and that. fragrant. It was amazing. But yeah. Oh my I God, mean, that's so funny. It is. It's it's great. And I mean, I, I, I think anyone who's everyone, just like homies, friends, like it, it just people love, you know, and you know, weirdly enough, actually, like I had a full mental breakdown hours before my birthday party. The party, I know you should have been there. It was a lot of fun. I missed really? you. It's okay that you weren't. Yeah, and Lauren came. <laughs> and Lauren, like, I cried on the couch. And Lauren, like, cleaned my house and, like, set everything up. And just, like, let me Aww. just be fucking sad. And then, because I'm a performer. Shout out to Lauren. I know. Lauren's the best. Lauren, El Boogie's the best. She's the best. Lorenzo, she's the greatest. <laughs> but she just held space for me. And I was just like. I fucking hate everything and everyone. And I just felt disgusting and down. And I was just so depressed. I couldn't physically get out of bed. Like she just let me lay there and then was like, okay, it's time to get up. Like fucking go take a shower, get, get ready. And then it felt great because I was surrounded by people who love me and who I love. And it was a really fun party. Um, and it was really nice. Uh, but yeah, just, I, if anyone who went to that party, just know that like hours before I fucking, Felt like scum, you know, but was that yeah. something that triggered it or was it just like it was just nothing in particular? It's just life and mental health. It's just life and mental health. I feel like a lot of people don't I think I just like, try to understand bipolar more. Just yeah, because like I mean, you could read as much online and like mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> but it's, it's just like it's state of minds. Like it's literally the way I think about it is bipolar. You live in a house, right? And there's the ground floor, which is just like, you know, I'm steady coasting. I'm enjoying life. I'm doing all right. I'm okay. Then there's the attic, which is just like you're, you're in a mania phase. You're fucking spending too much money. You're being promiscuous. You're wiling out. It's just like, yeah, it's like fucking I'm high, which is like a lot of people see me in those mania stage and are like, Rose is the fucking life for the party. She's so amazing. Like, da, 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 da. like I'm sober because I have mania. Like That's why I'm sober. That's my natural energy. And then there is the basement and the basement. You get to run to the attic. Let's just say that there's stairs that take you to the attic, the basement. You'll be on the ground floor. And all of a sudden the floor is gone. You're you've hit rock bottom. You are in the basement. You have no idea how you got there. And it just hits you. It's not gradual. It's not, usually there's no trigger. It just fucking happens. It, it's on, it's an on and off switch. And 
the thing about the basement is that it at least has stairs going up. So every so often you'll kind of be like, okay, got to get out of this. Like just fucking drag your body back up those stairs to the ground floor. You know what I mean? But like, it's just, there's not really a trigger. It just fucking, it's a hangover. It's, it's a fucking just, ugh. it's static. It's just terrible. I mean, look, I'm not going to compare myself to Kanye and what he's going through, but as one bipolar to another bipolar person, Leave that man alone when he's in his mania. You say the dumbest shit. You do the dumbest shit. You're just being provoked, you know? And I like, I don't, you know, he's saying some really fucked up wild and ass shit, but you're also asking a man at a very fragile state of mind right now. That's not, don't, don't do that to him, you know? And that's what I think a lot of people don't understand with bipolar in particular is, you know, it is, it is a rush of emotions, but we're still human still fucking sucks you know like we're still we're still good people we just sometimes we feel the world a little harder than everyone else yeah sorry a lot don't be oh baby girl i'm sorry don't say sorry why are you sorry well because you're crying on me it's okay i cry all the time (laughs) everything makes me cry that's why i love you (laughs) Like I watch the circle and like Spice Girls comes on and I'm bawling my eyes out like on the floor and Brian's looking at me like I'm fucking Duh. crazy. And I'm just but like, they're feminist like, icons. So cool. I completely understand. Yes. And I was just like, how cool. Like it was just like my inner child just thought it was like the coolest thing ever and how badly I wanted to be there. So it was like a lot of FOMO. And it was also just like, oh my God, I just love them so much. Like where you're just like, you just love something so much. I just, I don't know. It was like, it was like a ball of emotions. And I was just like, I just love them. Like they're my life. And he's just like, they're the greatest. What? Spice up your life. Come on. Girl power. I honestly feel like that's the reason why millennials like I think, you know, the Spice Girls are the reason why we have a sexual awakening, why we're fucking feminists, why we don't take no shit. Like it's those five women, the girl band millennials, the confidence, the girl band era, the dream fucking love dream. Danny D. Kane love dream. Destiny's Child TLC. Like we have the best 3LW. Like, we had the best era for, like, girl groups. The best. You promised me a case, babe, but that was back in the eighth grade. <sighs> but I love you. And I just, I like, you. mental health has been, I mean, it's always been, like, on my mind. But, like, especially lately because, well, the Selena Gomez documentary, Oof. one. Too real. Did you watch that? Oh, yep. my God. That was hard. That was that hard was, to oof. watch. Big ups to that girl. That girl, I'm a fan of her. I like her. I like Selena. I like her. I'm a Selena fan too. Love Selena Gomez. And um, yeah, you know, just like dealing with family members. Family is, oh God, family. I mean, fuck, I don't know when this episode is probably going to come out after. Is this coming out before the holidays or after the holidays? This is is coming out um, Thanksgiving weekend. This is coming out on the 28th. (sighs) Okay, no, people. It's coming out the yeah, 28th. So yeah. Okay, so for those who had to go so through Thanksgiving, 
for those who had to go through Thanksgiving, thank you for your service. And for those who have to go see family in Christmas, take care of yourself. Have a best friend on speed dial. Uh, journal. Take deep breaths. Go for walks. Like just, it, family's hard, especially this time of year. And you're gonna get through it. <sighs> Tell it's me gonna about be it. Okay, but. I mean, Steph, if you need to have me on speed dial, you can put me on speed dial. I know I'll be fine. It's just, you know, you just it's like anxiety before it is always just like a lot. It's, it's heavy. heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. But anyways, plug yourself. <laughs> <laughs> We're like an hour and a half in. <laughs> well, keep in mind, there's a lot of cutting you're going to do at the front half and when we both stop for a drink break. So you're going to be okay. There's going to be a lot yeah. you can cut out of this episode. I mean, um, I don't care. That I, don't was care. The- I-, I love to have long episodes, but as long as it's a good conversation, I think that was an amazing conversation. So, yeah. you know. But I will say I that was the funniest. I love you too. I love you so much. But that was the funniest thing of you tearfully asking me to plug myself. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what is the embodiment? What is the embodiment of being a podcast influencer? It's crying and asking your guests to plug themselves. Like, what is my life? Like, what the fuck is my life? I'm like in the middle of a like emotional breakdown, and I'm just like, plug yourself, plug yourself. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, I, you know what's oh also crazy too. Sorry, before we end this, before you plug yourself, yeah. the, uh, a listener went up to my boyfriend at the live show and was like, "Can't wait for the he proposed episode." And I was like, "Wow, <gasps> that is my life." Like, y'all are waiting for certain moments and episodes that are going to be like, you know, it's just crazy. It's just what? funny. It's funny. That is wild. Like, imagine That's someone being like, I are. can't wait for that episode of your life of when he proposes. Because we know it's going to be an episode. Like, we know it is. You oh know? God, so it's like just an like. part episode. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's going to be like a special on E, you know? Yeah, pretty much. And they much. get divorced it's 72 like... later. 72 days later. <laughs> and then knowing Brian. Cash in the knowing check. how sweet he is. Knowing how sweet he is, is he goes, yeah, you'll, you can divorce me and then we'll, we'll stay together. Like, I'll let you divorce me just for the title. You know what I mean? Like, that's how, that's, yeah. that's why he's bae. That's why he's the best. He'll be like, fine, sure. We've had a lot of really great, great discussions the past, like, few days. Like, we, I really want to get him a side chick, but that's another episode for another time. <laughs> I'm sorry. i <laughs> Plug yourself. What? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's how that's how you have to leave off at a cliffhanger. <laughs> that's not a cliffhanger. That's just rude. Wait, what? <laughs> like you're joking though, right? No. <laughs> you want to open your relationship? Wow. I honestly <laughs> just think we should just start the second episode. Like it at this rate, should we just do another episode? Plug yourself. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Rose underscore Etta Stone, or as always, reading my deepest, darkest, most honest thoughts on the new blog on the block.com. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to Broco Therapy 
com. All that shit is there. <laughs> Bye. 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 Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. I'm Fred Armisen. I play Bob in the new Realm podcast, Black Friday. And I'm Amy. I'm uh, not in the podcast, but I am here to tell you about it. What is scarier than Black Friday for retail employees? All those enthusiastic shoppers and two-for-one steak knife sets? So what if working the sales didn't just feel like hell, but there was an actual hellhole in your store and zombies attacking you and your coworkers? That's the premise for this new podcast from Realm, Black Friday, starring Emmy-nominated actor and former SNL cast member Fred Armisen. After a portal to an otherworldly hellscape is opened in the middle of their store, Mark Club employees must beat back the evil that has escaped before the store opens to Black Friday customers. This horror comedy podcast is like Evil Dead meets Office Space, and is the perfect depiction of how retail jobs can sometimes be literal hell. If this show sounds like it's up your shopping aisle, I mean, up your alley, then you know what you should do? Listen to Black Friday wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, what Fred said. And be sure to subscribe or visit realm.fm for more information.